G'day punters, <coughs> welcome to Victims of the Punt. We'll be looking at the Rose Hill Golden Eagle meeting here coming up this Saturday. Mark Sheen and Mark Roden are here to help me find a couple of winners. Mark Sheen, uh, we're coming off an awful meeting at Canterbury and we go to Rose Hill where there's heaps of prize money available, but what does the card look like to your eye? We've got a couple of good races. We've got a lot of uh, midweek horses that are racing on a Saturday now, and we've got uh, midweeks where they've got no horses. So it's an interesting scenario. Racing New South Wales are sending uh, us a message. Uh, 39 runners on Wednesday, six races. Um, and uh, I think they probably should have put some beds at the track today because on Saturday there's 45 minutes between some races. So we can go and have a, have a lie down. Uh, maybe that's to allow people to get a drink at the bar with the two drink limits. So 45 minutes, fair dink. And that's Guantanamo Bay water torture. <laughs> I didn't notice oh. that. The last had thought it was seven or something. Oh, yeah. It's a 12-plus hour day. Christ. Anyway. That's right. There's 11 races at Ascot. I'll be starting probably the same time. Um, Mark Roden, Rail True, Rose Hill. Thoughts in terms of how the track might play? Okay. Well, the, I suppose the template meeting is the... 25th Golden Rose Day, True Rail. The, look, the track was very hard that day, to be honest. Um, they were running lightning fast times, and it was up and in, really. Um, on pace and inside was best. We did see one or two come from off. Yonkers won that really strange race from back in the field, and um, head of state got home in a pretty truly run 1,800-metre race for three-year-olds. But apart from that being on pace and inside two lanes was a plus. Now, that's not always the case good and true at Rose Hill. And I noticed the Penos a touch higher this time, 5.12. So they've obviously put a bit of water on it, which might not make lane one the absolute gold mine that it was last time, but I'd still be looking for um, on pace, lanes one, two. And if they're getting back, uh, through not round. Uh, the punning form data says if you mid back, um, gates eight plus are big minuses. Okay. So we'll be keeping an eye on how things unfold there at Rose Hill across the 10 races. We'll start at race five, which is the Rose Hill Gold Cup, worth three quarters of a million for an open race over 2,000 metres. Think It Over is favoured at $2.90. Gold Trip obviously did not pass the vets there in Melbourne is $4. Lions Roar is $7.50. Skylab's 8 Then you're up to Shared Ambition at 13 Rocket 14 Mark Sheen, kick us off. Yeah, well, this is a gold trip is a big question mark of the day, isn't it? Fourth in an arc. Um, um, he has only won one race, but uh, he's got some very good form in France, admittedly on uh, a lot wetter tracks or um, tracks that are certainly not as hard as Rose Hill, even though, uh, as Mark pointed out, they look like they put a bit more irrigation on then that last meeting, so he failed, what, six vets in Melbourne, did he? Is that right? <laughs> and uh, now he comes to Sydney a week later. So I don't know. Uh, my heart says I couldn't take the price under those circumstances on a hard track. Maybe if the track was rain-affected, uh, he'd get me. But, um, yeah, look, think it over, get a nice run, but uh, doesn't have um, the sting out of the track as well. His worst run this time in when he fell in was on a hard track and his other runs have all been with a bit of cut out of the track. So, look, I know Skylab's another one who probably would appreciate a bit of cut out of the track, but I just think that uh, he's been warming up to a race like this at the weight. So it was very sluggish in the early stages there the other day. There was no speed on. It was a sit and sprint. I expect him to go a lot quicker here. And uh, if he can get a good run back on the rail, I'd rather be on him at the price. So 
six maybe on an each way basis for me, but uh, Gold Trip's certainly a massive query. Think it over as honest as the day is long and give you a good sight. But um, yeah, probably the weights against him on Saturday. Sure thing. Mark Roden? Yeah, I didn't want to be with Think It Over either. Uh, firmer track, yeah, maybe part of it. Also, just he's much worse off at the weights. He's been um, well placed at weight for age on the last two occasions and, and got away with it. I mean, he fell in two starts ago, but he was dominant with the bit of sting out last time, um, you know, in another walking race. But I'm with Skylab as well. I, it does look like he'd rather it's soft, which is strange being by real impact, but you know, that's just not might be a quirk of his. But look, I have to take the risk with him. I reckon that the prep's just been keyed into this race um, from day one. Obviously, the big prize money race over 2,000 metres. He just, look, to be honest, wasn't put in the race last time and worked home. Run wasn't that far inferior to think it over, really, given the circumstances. And now he gets five kilos off him. So I think at the price, he's definitely the one to be with. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how he and Lions Raw are the same price, put it that way. I, I think there was far more merit in Skylab's run. Maybe Lions Raw was is better off not leading, but I, I just don't think he's really trained on as a four-year-old. And Gold Trip, who's got a lap on them, but what do you do with him? It looks like a bad barrier. Uh, he probably won't get conditions to suit. Like, a, Look, if I back Skylab for a result, I could see myself saving on him because he's got that much on him, really. Um, you'd feel a bit sick if he won and you lost on the race. But um, I think the Best betting proposition in the race is number six, Skylab. Okay, very good. Let's head to the classic legend over 1300 worth $1 million. The market has Mask Crusader $2.50 best available Friday morning. Did open a bit longer than that. Eduardo's $4.40. Big Parade and Lost and Running at $9 each. G-Tri's 17 and then it's well and truly upwards from there. Mark Sheen, how are you seeing the classic legend? Well, not only is this race worth a million, Pete, it's 580 to the winner. And if they ran in the Everest, they get another $750,000. So it's a massive payday for one of these horses who ran in the Everest and if they can win this race. Uh, uh, having said that, um, I, I don't know if I need to be committed, but I'm, I'm going with Big Parade here. Um, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm off my head. Um, Look, I just don't know where Mars Crusader's going to get to at Rose Hill, 1,300. And Eduardo, look, he gets a beautiful run here, but dry ground, 1,300 metres, not too sure. Um, it's a race i not overly fussed on, to tell you the truth, but uh, 10 on top, big parade. Oh, I might have lost my marbles. Okay. Mark Roden? Um yeah, I, look, I agree to the extent that I think the two favourites are a bit short. Um, Mask Crusader, obviously, Everest was grand final day and he got that mad speed to suit. Look, I mean, he should get a fair tempo again and he's drawn in, not out. If he'd drawn out, I'd be, like, hard against him. But I, even so, I couldn't get him 6-4, to four, to be honest with you. I've got him closer to 5-2. to two. Yep. And Eduardo, uh, he just, I mean, even though he, he was able to win um, after his first two runs last prep, his first two runs were much better than his second two runs of his four-run prep last time. He he tapered off a bit in the TJ, and then he got away with that race in Brisbane, but that, he was a fair bit off his best uh, in that. Um, and he's third up now and out to 1,300. So, look, on his best, sure, can win, but um, I think he's about the right price. Then I'm at, uh, yeah, I've lost and running, but can he get across? Big Parade, I think, is in the same... Uh, boat. I mean, if, if with a good ride, a big, big parade can run a race. I wasn't 
I wasn't super impressed with his last win, to be honest. I thought uh, he's he's gone better than that on other occasions. And um, oh look, what about trekking at thirty to one if you wanted a roughie if they went hundred miles an hour and something? You might run into a place maybe. But, um, it'll be uh, interesting if trekking runs though, Mark. We've got Jim Byrne paid up for both Kem and Tari, who's been scratched from Melbourne, and also oh, yes, trekking. So Kem and Tari. Uh, so trekking's probably not going to run, is it? Kem and Tari may not run. Sydney, yeah. Oh well, just forget all that then. <laughs> And, yeah, basically, I'm not, I'm not too keen on the race as a betting race either. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of prize money, here's the Golden Eagle worth seven and a half. Uh, going over 1500 here for the four-year-olds. I'm Thunderstruck, $3.80 is favourite from Private Eye at seven. Apache Chase at seven fifty. Ellsberg is nine. Maximal's 13. And there is a very long tail to this field, Marcin. Yeah, look, uh, I was with I'm Thunderstruck early in the week. Um, he's probably short enough now. I think Ellsberg's the value here, though, um, or was the value. Um, he looked magnificent in the yard the other day, trapped three wide in a limb, checked on the turn. Um, I just think you get a beautiful run from barrier number one uh, and Rose Hill suit. So uh, I think he's got a great chance. I think I'm Thunderstruck and Private Eye are obviously the class runners of the field, both Group 1 winners at their last start. wonder where Private Eye gets to um, from barrier number seven. And you can't come around them at Rose Hill, or generally you can't. So he's going to need a good ride from Nash to drag back and then try and thread through the field. So, um, And, of course, the query here is Maximal, who's running races such as the St James Palace, which is a high-quality race, and run into Bay Eid as well. So, But he's drawn very poorly extreme outside barrier. Just looking at some stuff on social media, looks very forward. I'm not sure how he's worked, but looks like he's done enough to win. Um, nine from two for me, just at the value Ellsbury. Okay. Mark Roden, what do you make of this on Thunderstruck Victorian form coming up to Sydney for the first time? Oh, yeah, I can see why his favourite, put it that way. It's, yeah, it's... Excellent form. It was a very good win in the Turek. Just, I, I suppose with scratchings, he comes into eight, which is probably an okay barrier. I think 11 to four is probably short enough, but I do have him on top. I have him equal on top with Apache Chase, actually. I think he's got the right racing style for the for Rose Hill. He'll be, doesn't absolutely have to lead, but he'll certainly be up there. Um, if something like Van Jolik or even Love Tap wants to lead, he, he could even get a nice trail, I think. But And if they don't, he can take it up. I think he's going to be right spot. I know that last win, the form from that last win doesn't look too clever now after Emerald Kingdom ran last, but really he's been a good improver through his last prep and he's done nothing on this prep either and he's just going to be in the right spot and at $7 I could back him. I'm Thunderstruck, big danger. I yeah, I think jumping from ace, I think Huey, great jockey, especially in big races, will get him in somewhere and give him his chance if they can make ground. Um, yeah, couldn't, couldn't have private eye from that gate, uh, as good a horse as he is. Then onto these internationals, I, I, Maximal's the pick of them. I think all three have got uh, some sort of ability, and they've all drawn badly, haven't they? Um, yeah. Um, Laws of Indices 19, Maximal 21. Um, oh, Rep, Rep Deval's drawn okay, but he probably wants further. Uh, but I, I do think they've all got ability. Maximal from a gate, I'd be looking to uh, save on at least, I think. His form is remarkable yeah, for a race like this behind that Bay, who's one of the best horses in the world, it seems. Um, but, yeah... The old visitor's draw might get rid of him. Um, yeah, not a race to blow the cannons on, I think, but um, back Apache Chase might save I'm Thunderstruck, and oh, that'll probably do me. Okay. Can't wait to see what Rob thinks of a few of these out of the mounting yard as well. Race eight on the card is a benchmark 78 over 1,100 metres. 
Delixo is favoured at $3.50 from Fox Fighter at $4.60. On the lead is five. Uh, we say, are we going with Joel? Joel? Joel. $6. And then you're out to Redoots Image and Dunbrody Power in that $13, $14 mark. Mark Shane, any thoughts here for race eight? Um, yeah, look, it's a race where maybe you have to be forgiving for, say, on the lead and Fox Fighter for their last runs. Uh, on the lead looked a touch disappointing on face value, but they did run fast time. Fox Fighter was stepping up in distance, had a wide run. Prior to that, he'd beaten the favourite Delexio um, quite comprehensively at Ramwick and meets him better at the weights. Delexio has since that run uh, led all the way at uh, on the Kensington and broke the track record there when he got his own way in front. So, it's a, yeah, it's a race where maybe you have to be forgiving. I'm, I'm going with Fox Fighter only on the fact that he's got barrier number one. He's got no weight on his back and just hopefully that... Um, Tough run that he had the other day hasn't knocked the edge off him, but prior to that, his form was very good. He'd won three of his last four starts going to that run. So just from a suck barrier, number one, with no weight on his back, uh, I thought he'd be hard to beat. Um, Delexio's obviously in great form, but he may not get his own way in front here with Starboy in the race. That was the only query that I had. And uh, on the lead, well, we'll find out on Saturday whether he's, a, you know, just a milk drinker or not. <laughs> yes, indeed. Mark Roden. Uh, your thoughts here in race eight? Yeah, I'm with Delexo. I just love his sort of ratings pattern. He, he sort of put a base of performances together first prep, came back a level better this time in and put three together. Even the defeat to Fox Fighter was still, on my ratings, going at the same level. And then, look, admittedly, with a few favours, he went to another level. And he, it just, the picture of the ratings just looks beautiful. If he holds that, I think he'll win again. I think he, his performance at Kenzo was better than his performance at uh, Randwick today. Fox mm -hmm. Fighter beats him. And if he... Can run up to that, admittedly under slightly different circumstances. I think uh, he's the one to beat. Uh, that's that said, Fox Fighter, I think from Barrier One is definitely the danger. And look, I suppose theoretically on the lead's the other danger. I didn't like the way he changed stride when he was asked to chase Leo the other day. Um, that just puts the seed of doubt into my mind over his genuineness, whether he has that desire for the contest. That look, it was a good performance by Leo, and Leo just didn't stop. Uh, but, yeah, on the lead, I thought half gave himself up there. So, uh, given that, I'm going to be uh, back to Lexo. Might look to save on Fox Fighter. Don't have to at 4.60, though, personally. But, uh, yeah, I like the Lexo. Do you think he'll lead Starboy or sit outside him? No, no, well, there's, they're the only two because then you're left with Jerl, who led um, in weaker grade last time. I don't know if he would want any part of it. Yeah, so, I think he could enough, even sit outside Starboy if Starboy was marked urgent, yeah. Okay, let's have a look at race nine, benchmark 78 over 1,500. There's already been three scratchings with Brookspire, Dancing Gidget, and Zorocat are all out. So Maran Parr is favourite as of now, $2.45. Equation, $3.90. Golly, I'm lucky, is $5.50. $7 for Pipali, $8.50 for Easy Campeasy, upwards for the rest there. Mark Sheen, any thoughts or any interest here in race nine? Yeah, well, that scratch here, Brookspire's uh, made a massive difference uh, to this race. It would have started a short price favourite. Maran Park probably gets all favours in front here. Easy Campisi and Equation may come across. They might ride it a bit more aggressively from outside barrier. Um, look, I think Maran Park has been gifted a couple of races recently and I couldn't possibly back it. Um, I think Easy Campisi's going well. He's had three trials in very strong heats. 1500 first up is a slight question mark, but um, I've had something on him at $14 already uh, prior to that Brooks by scratching. And I think golly, I'm lucky is absolutely flying as well without luck. So I'm betting around Mar and Parra. I may end up with the, 
the arse out of my pants, but uh, I'm backing three and seven. All right, Mark Roden, how are you approaching this race? Yeah, I, I want to be around Maran Part 2. I thought Brooks Bar was a good thing. And this is, is it in Melbourne or somewhere else? It's not Melbourne anywhere else in Sydney. Maybe it's I'm not Yeah, else. not sure. Yeah. Something might have gone wrong with it, unfortunately, because um, this did look like a good race forward. Yeah, well, I'm left with Easy Camp Easy on, on top now. I've actually got it marked. I had it marked second favourite prime Brooks Bar. I'm happy to market favourite here. Look, it's never won first up, but it's run well. And the, the, I think the fact that it's had those three solid trials, they put the claiming apprentice on, obviously going to ride it. Uh, positively, that's all. They're all signals of intent, I think. And at his best, um, I mean, he's more than capable of giving Maran Parra a race. I think he Maran Parra's going to map well with the uh, with uh, Nash on, of course. But I didn't like the way he wandered around at Warwick Farm when he hit the front last time. He's still rated okay, but um, the form has not been good out of that race. And I think at yeah, two forty, he's he's lay of the day really. Um, easy campers is going to be up with him in the right spot, and he's. Four times the price. Uh, Guy Unlucky, I was the other one, I think, who's going really well. We've mentioned him a few times, both in previews and reviews. Gets back, but the small field probably brings him into it. I, to be honest, I've got him around 550, so I don't absolutely have to back him as third pick. But, um, yeah, more than happy to be with Easy Campuzzi at these odds and against Marin Parr. All right. Sounds like uh, a good little line-up there. Uh, oh, sorry, while we're here, the, just the equation second favourite too, I think, I think is massive unders as well. Like, I think it makes soft for sure. Yeah. Okay. That brings us to the last, which is race 10 over the 1300 benchmark 78. In terms of the market, the current favourite is April Rain at $4.80 from Zushak and Promotions at $5.50 each. Cuban Royale is 10. You've got Ventura Ocean at 13 and then Dynamic Impact and Academy at $14 each. Mark Shane, anything for yourself in the last? Uh, well, April Rain's drawn 15 and no rider paid up and is nominated for two races at Flemington on Tuesday. So oh, I've got to say it's not going to run here. Um, I thought much, much better was a good run the other day where it led one off the fence, which I think is a horror position. Um, prior to that, it had beaten Blesk first up. I think it uh, maps quite nicely. It looks to be a bit of speed in this race with Peyton Place going forward Academy and Zushak will have to do some work from a wide, area, a wide alley. So I think he'll get a nice run just off the speed here and I thought he represented a bit of value number 10. Um, look, Zushak's got a chance, but he was uh, given a perfect ride from Nash the other day. Um, Dancing Gidget could improve, just died on its run there first up from a long spell. And Dynamic Impact has been given a couple of soft trials, got a very bad barrier, but um, could sprint well fresh. But I'm, I'm with number 10, much, much better. Um, promotion's another one in the market, uh, not one of mine to run back-to-back -back, uh, races. So 10 each way. Okay, much, much better. Currently best available is $21. Mark Roden, anything for yourself in race 10? Yeah, I think it's almost certain that Opal Rain's going to be scratched, which is unfortunate because I think uh, despite the barrier, this is a chance to get a price. I know she's been uh, costly, especially to Mark in the past, but um, I think she's a bit better than these, but I, it really doesn't look like she's going to um, take a spot in the field. Um, now, allowing for deductions, I've got a top two a Cuban Royale and much, much better. Uh, much, much better looks a decent price even after um, deductions are going to be applied. I think it's probably a bit given a good racing style and in good form. Uh, Cuban Rail just it's had plenty of racing, but continues to race well and drawn barrier one. I think it's a chance. 
agree with Mark's point about Zuchak. I think it's a chance, but it's going to be like nominal favourite now. Well, it's going to be favourite with promotions, and I think they both had, uh, well, they both received great rides from Nashville Willow last time, um, and the setup does look a bit different. So I think they're going to be under the odds um, with Celtic, the other one I was giving some sort of chance to, but he's just a, a heartbreak at the back because he always gets back and he's not particularly well drawn. Uh, I could see myself, I wanted to back April Rain. But in the absence of her, I could see myself having something on eight Cuban Royale and ten much, much better. Okay. A little bit of a line-up there. Again, in the last, that brings us to the end. I'll get your best players, whether they be best bets, value bets, or lay bets. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Uh, I think Kat's going to win the first. Nash on a, a positive booking for mine. Dry track um, first up. So she's trialled really well, like her. Um, I thought in the four pillars, uh, Darylina Bell had a good chance. I'm not sure if she handled the heavy at Warwick Farm the other day. Her only run on a, a hard track was at Scone, where she absolutely bolted in. So I think she's good value. And we've been through those other races. So I think Maren Park is one to oppose in uh, race number nine. So I've backed a couple already to beat it. Okay. Darylina Bell, $6 there in race for the four pillars. Mark Roden, your best. Uh, I'm the other way in the four pillars. I like different strokes. I was with him last time. Looks like a lovely big strong thing. Barrier one should be good for the pattern. Maybe he's going to get cluttered up, but it does. there does look to be a hell of a lot of speed in this race. I think Dufresne with the claims just going to run him along and there's about four or five others they want to go forward to. So if they, if Huey can just pick a way through, I think he'll be very hard to beat. I, I honestly thought there were three chances in the race. Uh, different strokes. The one Mark mentioned, Darylina Bell. And even though it's a dry track, the... Um, the horse that knocked off um, Daryl and Bell at Warwick Farm, Rebel Rama, um, now probably wants softer than this, but drawn gate two, it'll be, it'll be a, worse than midfield, probably back. But if I'm right about the speed and they go 1,000 miles an hour and they're waiting for something to run over them, um, if uh, Robbie Dolan can pick his way through at around $17, I'd be looking to save on, on it as well. Okay, very good. Thank you very much to you both. Uh, we'll catch up on Monday with Rob Scurry and we'll review this Golden Eagle meeting. But until then, all the best for the weekend. Enjoy Derby Day. Thank <laughs> you.